Hi, everyone, and welcome to Success with Style, the podcast about successful people leading stylish lives. I'm Lance Harry Morgan. And I am Rob Giardinelli, and today we are here with the one and only Jamie Chandley, CEO of Rank and Style. Hi, guys. CEO, my God, is what I would say. <laughs> OMG. You guys are funny. We're glad you're here. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. We're I'm in your excited. glamorous world headquarters of oh, yeah. Rank and Style, where people shop the best on Rank and Style. That's right. So tell us a little bit about Rank and Style. Yeah, so Rank and Style actually launched in 2013. Um, three female founders, like okay. ourselves here in Austin, and um, they launched in New York and kind of grew the business. They were super scrappy. Um, super smart and uh, grew the business um, for three years. And then in 2016, they decided to kind of go as a, a package to a new opportunity that presented itself. And so the three of us kind of all knew each other in the community and came together and realized this would be an awesome opportunity for us to, to do something together. And uh, the three of us have very different, unique backgrounds. And so it was this really interesting synergy when we all came together and decided to acquire the business. And uh, we also made the decision to move it here to Austin, which has been really spectacular for us. Well, I bet it's, it's a city everyone wants to be at. It's really one of the hottest cities really in the world. I wouldn't even say the country in the world at this point. What what about Rank and Style drew you to it? So for me, you know, I've always loved fashion. When I was a little girl, I'd play in my mom's makeup and put on her high heels, right? And um, what little girl does Do you still do fashion? that? A little bit. Okay. Um, I do <laughs> notice my daughter does it now, which is I really know. exciting. She's adorable. <laughs> now, do you two ever play together and do that? Yes, but she definitely like goes behind the scenes and steals nail polish and makes messes and you know, it's not always a great thing, but um, I do love her, that she's very interested already. Um, and so for us, when we, um, you know, like I said, I had this passion for fashion. Um, I worked in media prior to this. I majored in fashion and then I kind of went this route of, you know, went to Facebook. I was one of the first employees here in Austin um, when the office launched in 2010. Okay. And I led our fashion verticals. So I worked with all the fashion brands across North America. And at that time, Facebook was really scrappy. So I had hundreds yeah. of clients, but these were really big, impressive brands. And it, it allowed me to kind of open my eyes to see what these massive platforms can do when they bring together a brand with a consumer, right? And mm -hmm. it was so powerful. And so I spent a lot of time there. And then I kind of decided got pregnant. My husband also worked at Facebook and it just, you know what, it was time to kind of take a step back, focus on my family. Um, and I quickly realized that I was kind of wired to work. And so <laughs> I think we need to hashtag that yeah. wired to work. That's and a great I, one. you know, I, I, I had a really hard time, um, not working. And so I had my first child and then I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to work. And then we had another baby. And so after I had my second one, I was like, now's the time. And in that time, you know, when I left Facebook, I, you know, I had an unfortunate cancer diagnosis. I had stage four cancer. And then, you know, two kids, a marriage. Um, you start to really value time and mm -hmm. understand how important it is. And so for me, this company represents everything that I find important in life. And that is saving people time, right? So instead of spending, you know, I read a stat the other day, people spend almost two hours of their work day online shopping. Wow. Wow. Really? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> shopping, so, not just online. Not working, shopping. 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 Wow. So, yeah. And so I'm like, if we can give you that time back to do the things that you care about right. in life or do your job, um, then we've kind <laughs> of done our job, right? And uh, so for me, it's like, we're just simplifying it, you know, shopping, but also giving people back their time to do what matters to them. And what I love about Rankin Style is that it's this sort of consortium of the cool 
best top everything. Mm -hmm. Whatever there is, whatever beauty style, fashion list, you guys have it nailed. And that's really cool because I would imagine that working with your partners, that's a really great opportunity as well. Definitely. I mean, our, you know, I think the end all be all is like, we want to rank the world, right? Right. So we want to hashtag that too. Good yeah, God. there you go. <laughs> but we want to, ha- you know, we do, if we really want to simplify shopping, I mean, people are buying everything online. And right now we're certainly focused on fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. Um, we've done, we've launched men's and we have some exciting announcements to come when we think about vertical expansion. So that's coming in the very near future. Um, and so I think as we continue that and we see what people are really interested in, um, we'll continue to expand. Awesome. But you know, this all had to start somewhere, right? What was your first job? Oh my gosh. In um, high school or junior high or even grade school. Who knows? You started young or yeah, wired to work. Yeah. Um, you know, I was wired to work. I, uh, I mean, I'm, a, I'm scrappy, you know, and I think this business is scrappy too. Yeah. Like we're all scrappy and grit. I think it's so important. Um, Perseverance. Totally. Um, for me, you know, my first job, I would say I was a babysitter. I was a hostess, but I also was a uh, gift wrapper. <gasps> really? Uh-huh. In Beaumont, good. Texas during the holidays at the mall. Um, and a fun fact, I have a twin brother and he was also a gift wrapper, but no he way. got fired oh, no way. within a couple of days on the job. Um, at the same, so were you two at the same store? Yes. And he cannot wrap presents. <laughs> and so I stuck it out. Um, you made a lot of tips. Uh, so I think that was Wait one of you make tips gift wrapping. Oh yeah. Because it's no a idea. free service. Oh, that's right. It is. It's free. Well, of course it would be. That's so you right. go buy all your presents in the mall and then you walk up to these stands and we wrap your presents. Oh, I and, see. Um, so oh, they cool. tip you totally. Well, I would think you have to be pretty exacting to be a gift wrap expert like that. I, I mean, you know, the seams have got to be straight right. and it's got to be presentable. And, and, you know, presentations have the package in my Absolutely. world. So Absolutely. it sounds like you really learned kind of the mean streets of Beaumont, how, how all that works <laughs> early <laughs> on. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it was funny. How cool. Yeah. Awesome. And so you hostess, hostess, hostess. Hosted. How about I mean, host- there, there is how no about plural. just hosted? All right, yeah, totally. And that, that's great with working with the people as well. For sure. I mean, I think it allows you to like see your customers and kind of. I don't know. For me, it's like someone told me the other day. They're like, I think everyone in this world should wait tables. Yes. Like as because yeah. you just. It, you have this different respect for people in the industry and didn't wait tables, but at least I was a hostess. You, know? <laughs> um, you see how people, you know, behave in public situations. Well, it's not always lovely. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. And, well, and like gift wrapping, especially during the holidays, that's usually highly personal, personal objects or things that people are giving to one another. That that's something that they're yeah. going to kind of get m- emotional about, like um, purchasing a home where, you know, they want it to be perfect and they want it to be right. So, what advice would you give to someone who maybe is not necessarily a lovely, you know, love, lovely to you? How, how do you just respond in kind to, you know, allow the situation to propel forward? Yeah. I mean, I think, look, we all have those people that you run into in life. Right. Yeah. And um, I just think like we, you always take the high road and like just be kind to everyone. You never know kind of where life's going to take you. Yeah. Um, so I try not to kind of get caught up in that. I think one of the fortunate things that comes out of you know, having cancer, it's like going back to my whole time comment, but also you certainly have this different outlook on, on life and you don't get caught up in certain things or sweat the small stuff. And so in situations like that, when you maybe come across a grumpy person, you can kind of yeah smile and first of all thank you for bringing the word grumpy back yeah i don't think this century but there you go but you know you're a remarkable person to overcome such a big op because stage four is not it's not an early thing um what advice to someone who had you know 
who has a challenge, whether it's as big as that or something maybe a little bit less big, what is the one thing that helped guide you through that? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things. One of the things was like my support system, certainly. I mean, I had so many people rallying for me and surrounding me and lifting me up. And I think that definitely helps. And I think that your attitude is everything. And so Mm -hmm. for me, when I was going through that, I never let my brain go to this dark place, right? Right. Which is really hard to do. And I think, you know, you just constantly think about the positive and the positive and the positive. And the more that you champion being positive, I think it it happens, right? Yeah. I obviously had a positive outcome and right. have you know moved on from that that's incredible so yeah, that's all that's really really it's awesome. almost like an osmosis thing yeah you know, when you were talking about attitude for altitude i mean if your attitude is positive you're going to create positive things totally. or awareness of positive things you know and i also believe in going back to difficult people that what goes around comes around so that's I always fascinating i do agree with that you know. <laughs> don't get me wrong i mean no one's perfect and oh, i have absolutely my absolutely not who doesn't <laughs> this is the big reveal jamie has never yelled at anyone in her life ever that is not true I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> i think my husband probably hasn't though and so he's a really good reminder to mild-mannered like, blake chamley really mm-hmm. is mild-mannered he's a great guy he is we so enjoy doing so, the two how did you two meet we met at work. Oh, he worked awesome. at Facebook. That's right. He was a tad more senior than I was at the time. And so uh, we kind of kept it under wraps for a little bit. And um, and look where that got you. And then he yeah. was working in New York and I was here in Austin. Right. Um, we met in New York and then. Oh, you did meet yeah. in New York. And he tells everybody, he's like, if you meet a girl from Texas, you have to move to Texas. That's true. <laughs> that did. is true. We'd see him on the planes in New York often because I know he spent a lot of time, spends a lot of time there. Yeah, we're there a lot. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. What do you like about New York? <laughs> I just love um, the energy of New York, um, there's just always something going on. I mean, we, you know, we were very social people. We love to be out and about all oh, the time. Another and big reveal. A big reveal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think New York just brings out this energy in us. It's, we're in a weird way. You guys were healthier when we're in New York, yeah, which people yeah. would kind yeah. of just, you're like, no. Oh, you live in Austin. You should be healthier. And it's like, no, when I'm here, you're in your day to day grind. Yeah. Right. And when we go there, it's like. You know, we have more date nights. We, you know, have more quality time with our kids. Like we just, I don't know. It's just this different mindset that we have when we're there. Well, it's a different energy. It is. That city has an energy that's just so, you know, and I grew up in the, you know, Philadelphia and I remember so Blake. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. He did. Where, where in Philadelphia did he grow up? Grew up in Bryn Okay. I grew up Bryn Mawr. So talk. <laughs> it, it is so talk. I've got my Bryn Mawr accent whenever <laughs> I need it. It's just rough. And I grew up in Bucks County, which I think is like a half an hour from okay. that. Everything's a half an hour away up there, you know, as you know. But there, when I, I I'll never forget the first time I went there. I was like 12 years old. It was like in the late 80s when it was. And I don't know if Blake had this experience too, but like when you were a kid, there was something so sexy about New York because your parents would never let you go there because oh. it was at the height of urban decay totally so it was you couldn't go Which anywhere in new york without getting brand. mugged or it, it really did very good so it, it's just amazing to see go there now so it's almost like this sexy forbidden fruit to actually kind of go there and i think that's why so many people are drawn to it today yeah it's so great we try to get there at least a week a month and that gets harder and harder yeah with kids and life and and it's burgeoning empire as well (laughs) well you just got one million you know one million unique visitors in a month which is incredible so congratulations thank you and that's growing because i know you have really big goals for that to grow tell us about the growth trajectory that you are working on um you know we are so focused on scaling this business and i think the reason we've been able to scale so quickly i think we've had 300 percent growth in the Mm -hmm. past two years um certainly since acquiring and i think it's because we're all so heads down and focused 
on the business and we don't get, you know, we don't get caught up in things that aren't going to have a direct positive impact on our business. Right. And so we've just stayed focused. We've tried to have a pretty lean team. I call them small and mighty because, you know, there's 10 people here, but everybody has such an important job and we really try to empower them to, you know, take on more responsibility versus, you know, people ask us all the time, are you going to, with this enormous growth comes, you know, increased headcount, obviously. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that is certainly something that's happening, but we're trying to be as smart as we can and, and versus bringing in people to manage our team or whatnot. Right. Like that's not really of interest to us. We want them to succeed and, and to, you know, be the guys that are, you know, the most successful at this big company. Right. That's and we a, just met yeah. your team and they yeah. all seem really smart. They are awesome. Surround yourself by smarter people. That's always my exactly. literally point of view. <laughs> when I was at Facebook, it was, um, I was like part of when here in Austin, cause there was four of us at one point and now I think there's right. like 2000 or 3000 people in here. It's crazy. Um, but I was on part of the recruiting team that would interview a lot of candidates and they were like, always hire someone smarter than yourself. And everybody <laughs> I'd interview, I was like, yep, yep. yep they're good. That. <laughs> yeah. You're MIT degree proves it. Yeah. You are all smarter than me. Totally. And that's how our team is too. Well, I think what's so great. Uh, one of the many things that's great about you is that you're so well-rounded, right? You had mentioned fashion and we know each other through the UT fashion program and you're a big mentor there and, and you, you know, you co-chair lots of social events. You're very philanthropically minded. Tell me about that journey of how you've gotten to be that. Sure. So I think, you know, when we decided to call Austin home, and this was before Rankin Style had happened in my life, you know, community was so important to us and something that drew us to being here. And so Blake and I wanted to really, and these are conversations we actually still have, like, what are the things that are most important to us and how can we make sure to always give back? Right. And um, not just, you know, I mean, there's other ways to give back, but like we want to give our time. And again, time is so valuable. Right. It's mm. a common theme here. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we're always trying to figure out it's this constant evolution, constant evolution of mm-hmm. what is, you know, what's important to us, what makes us tick, that kind of stuff. And um, so here in the community, you know, I quickly got it. We really rallied behind Dell Children's, right. you know, after having two kids of our own, like right. that's, you know, kids are super important to us. Cancer is something I always want to stay involved in mm-hmm. um, in terms of giving back. But I got on the Elizabeth Ann Seton board. I chaired that gala, which is a beast. Yes. And we you know it well. You, oh, my Lord. You really, but in terms of corporate sponsors, no one in the city had ever done so good a job getting corporate sponsors as you. Ooh. And now people really, you really so raised high. the bar. And people really court that now in a way they didn't before you chaired that event. Oh, well, thank you. Really was a watershed moment in Austin for fundraising with that. Fun fact, I committed to chairing that gala three months before I decided to acquire Rankenstein. Oh. <laughs> and so um, that was a tough year. And, you know, yeah. certainly I yeah. I was so proud of the work that we did. And I surrounded myself with certainly the best committee and partner and our president. And I had a co-chair as well. And they were so amazing. And I think that's the only way we made it through. Yeah. That's such a fun event, and it's one of those must-attend events, oh, totally. I believe. You know, it's at Camp Mabry, and it just it's a really great vibe. You know, it it's kind awesome. of ends the season because it's toward the end of the social season because a lot of people know that the social season is dead, right, between May okay. 1st and yep. August 31st. So yeah. a lot has to happen in nine months. Yeah, and I think the reason that EASB is so successful is because it's it's casual. It represents Austin. It's like Very put on well. your cowboy boots and like come hang in a field, right? And <laughs> I mean, trust me, I like to get dressed up, and we don't have as many opportunities in Austin to get dressed up. But um, you know, it's still 
I think EASB is so successful because of that. Funny that you mentioned that because I think I've seen you in a, an evening gown more than I've seen you in regular clothes. Probably. So there you go. <laughs> That's because I stay home unless I have to. By the way, everyone, Jamie Chanley is in an evening gown right now at her offices working. True. So that's, that's how she rolls. So, so who were some of your style? Because you really do have great style. And what what I love about your style is I always associate you because you like to wear bright colors. And then I saw you at a gala at the Dell Children's Gala, which was just a couple months ago, and you wore black. And I was like, Jamie really can wear anything and pull it off flawlessly. I mean, it's really, you know, because I always thought of you as, you know, wearing bright colors, and you're wearing a bright colored evening gown right now, by the way. (laughs) So, um, so where did your where did your style influence come from originally? Um, I mean, I think, you know, my mom is always in bright colors, like, and I think bright colors kind of represents my personality too. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. so I, I certainly am drawn to color. However, I feel like the more time I spend in New York, I'm like that girl on the street in a pink dress. And so oh. um, that's my husband's okay like, I think I wear girl. some black today. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> one thing also is that you always wear things that are very architecturally interesting. Oh, well, thank you. They have great shapes and they really Thanks. are shape defining, if that's a thing. I think it is a thing. Um, and so, look, you, I know that you really have, you procure very specific things or it's not going to happen. It's not going to yes. go on you. I do feel like, um, you know, I'm so busy now. I don't have time to spend a lot of, you know, thought and thinking every morning when I'm getting dressed. So I definitely wear a lot of denim um, and, I'm, and I'm throwing on things as quickly as I can. So I try to be really smart with what's mm-hmm. in my closet. Um, and I try to pay attention to details. So I'm a shoe girl. I'm certainly a handbag girl, and I'm a jewelry girl. And then the rest just kind of falls, just falls, falls into place. place. Yeah, it'll, it, it works itself out. <laughs> awesome. Well, and, and certainly with Rank and Style, you have such access to so many brands and style brands. What are you liking these days? Who's new on the on the block that you really are enjoying oh, so learning many. more about? So many. Um, you know, I feel like through Rank and Style, I definitely discover a lot. And, and we're really, you know, our, our most kind of um, popular channels are really around basics, which I think is helping people shop smarter, right? It's things right. that you're that are timeless and, you know, that you're going to keep classic, you're going to keep in your closet forever. But I definitely go to Moda Operandi for okay. kind of the latest and greatest in terms of new designers yeah, that are out absolutely. there. Um, one of the people that we're loving right now, her name's Lily Sadugi. Do you mm-hmm. know this? Sure. Yeah, she absolutely. went to UT. Yes. I had no idea. Yes. We featured her last week um, on Rankin Style, and she was such a doll. And uh, she was like, yeah, I'm from Texas. She has a great point like, of view. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And again, I think she brings these details of like headbands that are taking over right, right now, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, pull your outfit together with headbands and earrings. Because like I said, I don't pay attention to the rest. Well, and we were just with Brandon Maxwell. Oh, you were? A few nights ago. And, you know, he's from Texas and from Longview. So, you know, kind of in your neck Longview. of the woods, sort of. Yeah. And, so, and you know, Lila Rose, I mean, there's so many great designers. I mean, there's a laundry list of great designers who have a Texas background. I think it's... They represent what they see in the Texas woman as well, what they grew up with and how they want to sh- continue sharing that with the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I didn't answer your question, but I, on my side, <laughs> <did>. my influencer, <laughs> but I love like Olivia Palermo and Victoria Beckham. I feel like she's a mom and that yeah. girl like always she rocks nails it. it. She oh my does. gosh. And she's just always put together. Yeah, she is. That's what I want. I want someone to be like, she's always put together. I think people say that about Well, well, you know. I think so. We do. Yeah, we do. That's all we care about. Yeah. Thank you. Well, so (laughs) is there anyone like from like old Hollywood or like a classic style that, you know, that resonates and speaks with you? Um... You know who I love? I don't know if this is really old Hollywood, but like Amal Clooney. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All over that. 
Yeah. She's amazing. Um, but like Jackie O, of course. And that goes yeah. back to me thinking about, you know, timeless, yeah. classic, but then a little bit of edge and flair that you can add to it in your Ironic because they both kind of have the same totally. stability of style. Yeah. So totally. that's what you're attracted to. Yeah. So clean, simple, elegant, always finished, right? Always finished. But then I think, you know, you want to have some fun too and kind right. of add your own flair and yeah. uniqueness to But that's where the wearing. accessories and the shoes that's and right. the handbags and that's, that's where right. all that comes in that's and right. comes from. That's where I spend all my money, <laughs> shoes and handbags. <laughs> Oh, the secret's out if Blake is listening to this. Oh, I know, knows. right? He's, he probably already knows. He's very well educated in okay. handbags. <laughs> <laughs> so he knows which brands to get. They are investments. Which colors. Yes, they are. You know, he was taught that they are investments and that you can sell them one day for money. That's true. Especially Hermes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So wh- what do you, because that's really, you know, like when I was a kid, I mean, handbags were around, but they haven't be. They weren't the thing that they are now. What do you think has drawn, especially, you know, gen, later Gen X and millennial women to really gravitate and really love those? You know, I actually think when when I think when I was little, I think at 13, I got a Dooney and Burke for Christmas. A great brand. Um, and it was yeah. such a big deal, yeah, right? right? And then it was Kate Spade. And so I think this evolution happened where right. you know, handbags started price obviously crept up a bit but yes. um <laughs> yeah. you know i think that all kind of started back then and it's just something that's totally evolved i think it's the ultimate accessory and people are always carrying a handbag right funny enough i just read an article in the times about the original it bag and they're calling the fendi baguette bag as the original it bag that kind of started this new trend toward higher prices and because you know you, it used to be 100 200 right now it's thousands tens of thousands right as a reference to your earlier Hermes that's right yeah so it's fascinating how the um the prominence of accessories that it's really gained more of a presence in the marketplace totally but yeah. I will say I, I feel like most people even the, the girls back here I mean they everybody wants like a Celine bag or a Weave right. bag or and it's you're buying one because right. it's, it's a statement and it's classic and you'll carry it. If you think about your price per carry, that's what I educate price Blake on. Oh, price okay. per carry. PPC. Um, wow. It's much better than when you go buy a dress that you wear once, right? That's true. Um, that's so true. I think it's people can justify the investment in bags a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a virtual school lesson here with Jamie and Rankin style. It's incredible. Price per carry. Yeah. Now, do you, think, do you think you could get away with wearing the same dress again if you did a different bag or a different accessory that would almost make the look look a little bit different? I've always wanted to ask someone, you know, ask someone that. You know, I would love to say yes. I have such a hard time with it, which is why I wore black at the gala you saw me right. a few months ago because I went to my closet and I, I just... I don't know. I had a hard time. And I think it's because mine are the dresses that I've worn in the past are, you know, have lots of like embellishments or bright colors. And it's so specific. Right. right? I think if it's, for example, the black dress that I just purchased, I think I will totally wear that one again because it's not as specific. Right. Um, So I don't know. I mean, I would like to say yes. (laughs) I'm not sold. (laughs) That's a good answer. Well, I love that you do your (laughs) own, you do your own product testing like you do here at Rankin Style. Tell us about that process and your research and development and what goes into the actual rank that becomes a part of everyone's style. Yeah. So we, we definitely, you know, tons and tons of beauty brands are constantly sending us product to try. And in a lot of it is how do we get in your list? We want to send you product. And that's you know, our list, we have like a proprietary algorithm that right. is what the content team really focuses on. And so that is really based on data and it's not something you can buy your way into or send us product. You know, mm-hmm. we really have to stick to the facts okay. um, and the data. However, I mean, we love when we get to test out things and our audience loves that too. It adds a personal touch to our site versus right. 
you know, the monotonous data that we're always publishing, like publishing yeah. in these top 10 lists. And so when we get these items, we're, you know, we're always doing videos and testing them. We do testing 10. Um, and it's something that our readers just love. I mean, I will tell you, there was a week where I had done like four face masks, oh, a wow. peel and like my skin. Oh my God. Like <laughs> rashes. It was horrible. I'm like, oh, okay, no. I need to pump oh, the brakes on testing this many things all the time. This I was isn't normal. Say, yeah. Maybe switch to lipsticks that aren't as totally. abrasive. Yeah, I know. You totally. can just yeah. wipe it off and Literally. go on and do the next one. Yeah, my husband one night was like, what is going on with your face? I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just testing things it's for, all in the line of duty. for our readers. I yeah. know they want to see it. In, um, but no, it's something that we love to do. And especially things on our list because we're going to stick to the data and we're going to publish that regardless. But we want to give you our opinion also. Yeah. And so we test it out. Well, and then speaking of publishing... Jamie and Rankin Style is going to be is our newest contributor to Society Texas our Magazine, and we are so partner. excited yeah. about it. We are so excited, you guys. I, you guys that are listening, I'm looking at the issue right now, and it's amazing. Thank well, you, thank so you. Much. I think you're in it. You're in all of our issues. You oh, and Blake always seem to show you. up. Yeah. Well, you it's show beautiful. up. You turn it. You show up. You turn it out, and you really have a good respect for fashion and clothing, which is really you know our point of view, and you really embody that so well. Thank you. You and Blake both do. Thank you. Well, we are so flattered to be a part of it, and It'll be it's fun. just so beautiful. Thank so you. So we're really <laughs> Thank excited. You. Well, also, you're going to be a part of our educational process for our readers and our followers of how to how to make the right decisions because, like you said, hashtag time is short. Right. Um, that you know, it's helping our readers too. So we really appreciate your participation. Absolutely. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. And that starts in the May-June issue. It starts with the May-June issue, yeah. which is out on stands right now, yes, as you know. Yes, it is already. Happy May Day. I know. Everyone. Happy May Day. Or yeah. a little bit after May Day. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. It's it's so warm outside already. I know. It is. <laughs> we got Real a, warm. a fun summer ahead. <laughs> can't wait for summer. So let's have a little bit of fun with some of the questions. So what is one thing on your resume outside of gift wrapping? Because that's unique. What oh is one gosh. other thing that make on your resume that would make you really unique um, that people wouldn't know about? I would say I'm either like a networker or just a connector. Like I f certainly mm -hmm. foster relationships. My husband laughs cause I'll meet someone on vacation at dinner and then I'm fo we're following each other on Instagram the next day. And then we're emailing a year later and he's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> um, I can't help I it. I think what's right with you. I, think that's I a know, great but thing. he's like, you don't have time. Like, yeah, you know, well, you but, um, time. I know. And yeah. I, and I love it. I love, you know, connecting with people. So what is, what is, when you do, when you do connect with people, what's one common trait that they all have? They're all very interesting, which is why I'm connecting with them, okay. right? I love learning, you know, from people and hearing their stories and experiences and whatnot. That's incredible. That's so our be interesting, be yourself. Well. Yeah. And the rest follows. Yeah, that's, that's right. totally our criteria. That's why we're sitting here now talking to you is because you're interesting. You're making a world of difference in the technology world and the style world. So we're just happy to share your story with our followers. Yeah. And yeah. We, we've got another interesting and fun question. Yeah. This is because Jamie has chaired wonderful galas before. Who are, who are the top five people from history you would have at a dinner party? Oh, from history? Or now. It could be living, living or living? dead. Well, I'm going to say Oprah because everybody's going to say Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's and a good I love Oprah. Oh, I yeah. love Who doesn't love her? She's the um, greatest. I would say Iris Apfel. Oh, yeah. She's oh, current. my gosh, yes. We've had her in the magazine. You have? The hottest non-engineerian on the planet. I mean, planet. she's 97 now. Yes. Yeah, I mean, she is incredible. I mean, that's what I want to be when I grow up. And, and work, I mean, and she's busier now than she's ever been in her entire life. Yeah. She did like a UT. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, like I, how I met visiting her. Visiting you did? Okay. Yeah. She's awesome. That is incredible. Yeah. You got to meet her her next trip here. So, yes, her for sure. I would say Jackie O. Mm -hmm. um, Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. Um, I think everything he does, I mean, I just, 
I've met him obviously when I right. worked at Facebook. Yeah. Um, but I think he's just so powerful and so interesting and has such a different view on the world. He's um, a connector. He is a connector. He's connected the entire planet. He has connected. The entire planet. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? Mm, I'd probably go again, Amal Clooney or George Clooney. Fun fact, we were in Lake Como last summer and they were at the same restaurant. And of course you think of Lake Como and you think of George and Amal. Yeah, right. You don't really think you're going to see them. And they had dinner two tables over. So I kind of feel like I already had dinner with them. Yeah. <laughs> I watched them the entire time. Blake was like, you are insane. Stop. Stop <laughs> staring at them. I couldn't, and, I couldn't help it. And they're in love. They are so they're in love. They're so in love. And she's so beautiful. Yeah. That's great. How fun. Yeah. I know. What do you I'm like so about Lake Como? Um, you know, for us, it was just a place to get away. It's totally like chill and relaxing. There's not a ton to do, right? Yeah, You're just right. walking around town or we, you know, did a few boat days and just kind of cruise around the lake. Yeah. Um, so it's just a place for us, I think, to unwind and great. Yeah. Where are you going to vacation next? Do you have any plans? We, yes, we are headed to Europe next week. We're going to London for a few days and then we're going to ski in Zermatt. Great. And then we're going to Wonderful. Paris. Have you awesome. ever skied there? That's I major. Have. It's hard, have, I know, I but I'm going to take it easy. You I look think. fit. Well, I'm not. You got um, to ski. That. I'm going to take it easy, okay. and then we're going um, to Paris, of course. That'll be fun. This is a fun fact. I um, you guys will like this. I uh, for Mother's or my birthday last year, one of my well, my one present was um, I got to design my own Birkin. Oh, Great. nice. Perfect. And so I'm picking yeah, it up. Yeah, that'll be fun. Oh, that's awesome. It took awesome. a year. It took a year. It took a year to put year. it together. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of like designing your so, own Mercedes and well, driving it off of the Mercedes. It was a lot of pressure. And speaking of connecting, how much back and forth was there during the process after you designed it? So it was funny. I did it in person, and he said, um, he was the guy was, was like, you're going to change your mind four times. I'll hear from you later. Let's just have your um, order finalized by x date and i was like no no no, i'm not gonna change my mind and then i got home and i tell all my girlfriends and everybody has input and oh, i no. literally changed it 10 did times did you really i actually don't even know what i landed on because i oh. changed it so many times so i'm gonna um and it, but it's just so much pressure because you want to be super unique with this versus right. you know you don't want to design something that anybody could buy well right. like you said it's a statement thing that you will have forever totally i mean yeah, it, you'll be buried with it. I mean, it, it, or I'll it, give it, it to my daughter uh, if she. There you go. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, and, and then you can name it the Jamie bag, which yeah, totally. is really that's fun. right. It's a one of a kind. There you go. Yeah, it's a Jamie great Birkin. idea. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. I'm so embarrassed. I told you, all this, <laughs> but I'm excited. Tell you, all truths are revealed. So, right. We are style. about out of oh, time. Come on, we can't Sadly, be ready. We are. I know. Shoot. But we just got started. I know we did just get started. We're just warming up. But we always like to end with this question: Is what is one common trait that all stylish people have? Um, I would say confidence, right? I think when yeah. you're confident and you have your own sense of style, you just rock it and you feel good about it. That's perfect you know? answer. Mic drop. Mic, Mic drop. Really. Yeah. <laughs> well, you rock it, Jamie Chanley. We're so glad to know you. And thank you for all of your contributions to the philanthropic circles and the technology circles, marketing, all that sort and of And the style stuff. circles. And really making, style. and with Rank and Style, really making it, you know, people love lists. And that's really why, you know, everyone should check out Rank and Style. And where can they find you on um, on social media and website-wise? Yeah, so it's just rankandstyle.com. And then on Instagram, it's rankandstyle. 
We're also on Facebook and Pinterest, but I would say our main channels, or I would go to our website and sign up for our email because that's really how you can stay engaged. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. People can get the top everything. Everything. And stay tuned. More to come for sure. We can't wait to hear more and we can't wait for you to continue with us on Society Texas. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. Will you come back? And you guys are the most fashionable ones. No, that's you. Not true. We all bow to Jamie, but you'll come back and be a guest again, won't you? Yeah. You have to. I would love to. After we announce all those, after you announce all of those big new opportunities. Absolutely. (laughs) You'll be the first to know. Great. Well, everyone, I'm Lance Avery Morgan. And I'm Rob Giardinelli, sounding off with Success with Style, reminding you that great style starts by having a unique point of view. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.